Hello and welcome back to the Cross Minds podcast. This is Irene and I am joined by Amy and Elton. In this episode, we will be discussing The Catcher in the Rye by J.D. Salinger. Catcher is another one of those stories that have been controversial enough to merit a ban for how it addresses moral issues, but it was also banned for its heavy profanity. This only goes to show how pure the narration is. Catcher doesn't sugarcoat anything about the human condition and instead presents all of society's flaws in their unadulterated, raw form. The book is narrated by 16-year-old Holden Caulfield, who has a mental age of at least 50 and is in treatment at a mental hospital. He opens the novel by getting expelled from Pensy Prep in Pennsylvania and finding most of the people around him intolerably annoying. As Holden travels to Manhattan by train, he recalls parts of his past in bits and pieces, and he slowly reveals how absurdly different his stream of consciousness is from everyone else's. Holden checks into the Edmont Hotel in New York City, and from here he encounters a string of people that represent all the types of people he hates. Despite initiating most of these interactions, sooner or later Holden becomes tired of how pretentious they are and no longer wants to see them. He often finds himself caught halfway between loving someone and despising them, and this dynamic continues until he decides to visit his younger sister, Phoebe. With this, Holden finally reveals to a family member that he has been kicked out of Pensy and is back in Manhattan. Holden and Phoebe bond, and then he ends the novel by reflecting on how he doesn't want to talk about how he ended up sick. Instead, he expresses cautious optimism for his future and the new school he will be attending come fall. Next, we'll be moving on to some of the characters in the book. Holden Caulfield is the novel's protagonist and narrator. He's a high school junior who has just been expelled from Pensy Prep School for academic failure. He's intelligent but sees the world in a cynical way, criticizing those around him and himself. Stradlater is Holden's roommate at Pensy Prep who is handsome, popular, and self-satisfied on the outside. But Holden knows he is secretly a slob, apparent from the uncleanliness of his toiletries. Ackley is Holden's next-door neighbor in the Pensy Prep dorms, a pimply, insecure boy with terrible hygiene and is oblivious to any hints to leave when he barges into Holden's room. Jane is a girl Holden spends a lot of time with over the summer. While she never truly appears in the novel, she is important because she is one of few girls that Holden respects and finds attractive. Phoebe Caulfield is Holden's 10-year-old sister who listens to him and understands him. Holden appreciates this and considers her one of his only sources of happiness throughout the novel. Sally Hayes is a very attractive girl that Holden dated for a long time. He considers her stupid based on her tastes and manners. Mr. Antolini is Holden's former English teacher, who Holden respects and looks to for guidance. Finally, Sunny is a prostitute Holden hires through an elevator operator. She is one of many women Holden clumsily attempts to connect with. There exist some major themes that recur throughout the novel. The first of these is phoniness. This word appears frequently throughout the book as Holden uses it to describe much of adult life. He sees the people around him as so fake and hypocritical that they cannot even recognize their own shallowness. This is exemplified in Elton Hill's headmaster, Mr. Hawes, who puts up a kind facade but only speaks to wealthy families. However, Holden's criticism of others is ironic because it reflects on himself. He is a compulsive liar and uses his disgust for phoniness to isolate himself and makes excuses for his own shortcomings. The second theme is alienation. 
Following the traumatic death of his brother, Ali, Holden constantly isolates himself from the rest of the world to avoid social discomfort or emotional pain. While this does serve to protect him somewhat, his isolation deprives him of human contact. He instinctively realizes this need when he reaches out to others from his loneliness, but he drives all others away with his rude, abrasive attitude. After spending so long pushing others away, his alienation becomes a part of his identity that he is so embroiled in that he sees it as a permanent and unchangeable state, preventing him from forming true relationships. Last is attraction and idolization. Holden has rocky relationships with various women throughout the novel. Most of his issues come down to the naivety and idealistic fantasies, mainly of Jane Gallagher. Holden places Jane on a pedestal of perfection that none of the other women in his life can live up to. His mental image of Jane is not real either. He never even talks to her, partly out of the fear that real Jane could never possibly live up to his expectations. On to some symbols. First is Holden's hunting hat. The hat is very important to Holden's character. Because of how out of place and unique it is, it serves as a representation of his alienation from society. He purposefully wears the hat to set himself apart, allowing to serve both a self-expression and also a divide between himself and others. Just like his isolation, the hat has become a part of his identity. Next is the ducks in the lagoon. Holden's concern for where the ducks go in the winter shows some youthfulness and curiosity rather than his normal bitterness. He is perturbed that the ducks must change their lives in order to survive, showing his own fear of growing up and entering the society he has removed himself from. In fact, the ducks do not change their lives. Migration is a repeated and normal behavior, in this way serving as a representation of his stubbornness and closed-mindedness when it comes to integrating with society. The flip side to the ducks would be the Museum of Natural History, which Holden finds comforting because it never changes. Last is the catcher in the rye. Holden's desire to save children from falling off the cliff represents his desire to protect the innocence of other children like him. It is fitting that Holden's mishearing of the song lyric changed the meaning from lovers meeting in a field to saving children, which makes the lyrics much more innocent. Onto some important quotes from the novel. First is, life is a game, boy. Life is a game that one plays according to the rules. Spencer's advice represents the adulthood that Holden fears. He sees himself being forced into a path that he doesn't want, with rules he doesn't agree with. His aversion to this sentiment drives his reclusiveness and mistrust for others. Thanks for listening.